And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, we like to help you win in any marketplace, as we say. Uh, we'd love for you to save our hotline number in your phone. That way you can reach out any questions, comments, uh, or uh, you know any kind of insights that you want to relay to us. We'd love to talk to you about them. 813-750-0550. You can call or text the hotline 813-750-0550. Also, consumerqb.com is the website. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors, uh, their contact information, as well as previous show videos as well. And uh, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Over 1,200 videos now on our YouTube channel, almost eight years on air. And it's all about being a consumer advocate, helping you understand uh, the, your buying decisions and kind of make sense of different markets uh, here. So we've got a great lineup for you today on the show. Uh, before we jump into this great content, I will let you know about a couple of hot listings uh, that we've got here in Tampa Bay. Uh, we got a new listing here out in Dover. This is 3506 Caleb's Forest Trail in Dover, 799000 dollar property east hillsborough county three bedrooms three and one half bath uh, pool home with the outdoor kitchen as well beautiful property and it's minutes to downtown uh Brand- bradenton you got tampa new tampa as well uh, just a great opportunity right here in tampa bay to buy real estate over an acre of land as well right here in tampa bay also got the penthouse for sale at the meridian 1200 gulf boulevard this is a 2.67 million dollar listing uh, 1805 is the unit number gorgeous views of the intercoastal waterways as well as the Gulf of Mexico. 1200 Gulf Boulevard, number 1805. Almost 4,000 square feet uh, of a living area. Three bedroom suites, office and a den, Gulf side balconies, 1100 plus square footage on the terrace with a gazebo. Great opportunity with resort style amenities. You walk out you're on the sugar sand beaches and dolphin-filled waters of Clearwater Beach, number one beach destination on the planet, and visit PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, we got a great lineup for you as well. Um, uh, in studio, let's go ahead and introduce Owen Lefebvre as well. He is in in the seat here from Bank of Tampa. Welcome in, my friend. Thank you, Brandon. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming in. You are the Pinellas County Market President. I, I oversee uh, for the Bank of Tampa. You have Pinellas County Market President, so I oversee all of our operations in Pinellas, and I also oversee commercial real estate for the bank. Awesome, man. Commercial. I'd lo- I want to dive deep into commercial because a lot of people are wondering, where is that going to go? So hopefully you, you bring your crystal ball with you. Yeah, always. Okay, good. <laughs> we could jump in and all that. I got tarot cards, too. There Way we to go. go. Awesome. All right, we got Shane SoCash as well on the line. Hey, Shane. Hey there, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing well, my friend. Owner of David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. And uh, we talk a lot about jewelry and, and gold, precious metals, investments, opportunities, and also just beautiful gift ideas as well on on the program. Yeah, we got them. You got them. Awesome. <laughs> that sounds good, my friend. Shane Socash, more from Shane coming up here as well. And we also are going to go with Larry Harbolt here, teacher, author, real estate coach, and mentor. Welcome in. 
Hey, thank you for having me on. Hey, my my pleasure. My, my pleasure, buddy. Uh, so the real estate market is hot. You know, we we talk about real estate investments. I love how you teach and some of the strategies that you talk about is you know off market type investments, uh, doing doing in real estate investing a different way, uh, kind of figuring out hey what are the terms that the seller might uh, want to uh, sell at. What are you seeing in this market right now, Larry? Well, I'm seeing that money is uh, prevalent right now. People have money, and properties are selling quickly. That's why I do things that are off-market. Uh, when when you're looking at everything that everyone else is looking at, you know, the prices go up. Uh, right. They sell quickly. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing that properties are selling in, in one to four days the minute they hit the market. I'm looking for things that are not listed. I look for things that are unloved, that I can build value by fixing up and uh, build my, my equity into that. But I buy investment properties. I buy rental properties because I love the thought that someone else gets up every day, goes to work to earn money to give to me in the form of rent to pay for my assets. So, in essence, over time, someone else pays for my wealth and my, my uh, you know, retirement program. That's right. So that's, that's what I look for. Uh, there's plenty of properties out there that people don't even know they want to sell if, you know, we do marketing programs where people contact us that want to sell, and then we try to put together a deal where we can pay the seller instead of getting bank financing. Not everybody wants cash all at once. Many people are really looking for a retirement plan where right. we can pay them every month over time. Uh, to me, that is the best way to buy because I don't have to deal with banks and the criteria of the banks and, and bank requirements. It's what the seller and I can agree on is what we can pay for the property and the payment, the amount, everything included. Let's let's talk about that, Larry. Uh, I love the the idea of uh, being able to buy a property, talking to the seller, addressing the needs, and not necessarily thinking the conventional way of yeah, I'm going to get a conventional loan, a financial uh, FHA loan, a VA loan. No, no, we're 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 looking at different types of deals. Can you give us maybe a recent success story or, or an example of how you've been able to meet a seller's need, but also buy the property with favorable terms? Yeah. See, when I buy an income property, I don't necessarily worry about the price as much as what that property, once I fix it up, will rent for. Right. Because I've got to deduct my cost, my a twelfth of the taxes, a twelfth of the insurance cost, a maintenance factor. I figure in a vacancy factor. If I hire management, I got to take that out, and I deduct that from what it will rent for each month. And then I try to figure in what I'd be happy with as, you know, money to put in my pocket, a cash flow. What is left is all I've got to make a payment with. Mm -hmm. So I can convince a seller. I can give you what you're asking for a property if it's reasonable, if you will accept what I've got to make a payment with. And I show them right. exactly what I've got to make a payment with. So if we can negotiate that, that's fine. Uh, these are not nothing down deals. Sometimes you have to put money down. But I have done on houses that I have needed work, I have, instead of putting a down payment plus having to fix the property, I've said I will fix the property on my nickel like I would have to anyway. But if I don't pay you as agreed, 
you'll get the property back in better condition. You can sell it for more money. That way, I don't. I only have to come up with the money to fix it. I don't have to come up with down payment money with it. Some sellers will do that. Some won't. But once you can convince them that this is all you've got to make a payment with. And the other thing, I only look for properties that are free and clear they don't live in. Simply because if they get all cash, which is what everybody wants today, they're going to get really tore up with capital gains taxes and recapture of depreciation. Right. If, if they will take payments from me, they only pay the capital gains and depreciation on the 12 payments I send them every year, where if they get all cash, they have to pay all of those taxes for both in the year of the sale. So, you know, we can spread it out over time. If they live in the house, uh, they don't have a taxing consequence in most cases, most most houses, simply because there's an IRS section 121 that says if you live in a property any two of the last five years, any two of the last five, a single person can take up to 250000 of their profit tax-free. Mm-hmm. A couple can take up to 500000 of their profit tax-free. So I want properties they don't live in simply because that is a great negotiating tool for me. Right. Telling them, you don't live in it, you're going to get killed with taxes. I can make that uh, you know, a little bit softer for you if you can accept this as a monthly payment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you just join us, we're talking with Larry Harbolt. Uh, he's a teacher and author, also a podcaster as well. Uh, Real Deal podcast, Larry Harbolt's Real Deal podcast. Uh, Larry, I love that scenario because you're you're making a win-win situation there. You're creating uh, an opportunity where you win, the seller wins. Uh, you know, the, the different stakeholders in the deal are going to win. Um, so, does that work also with with uh, you know, for example, uh, commercial build, uh, apartment buildings, other asset types? Or are we talking mainly uh, you know one to four units here? No, it works on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, our past president bought the Empire State Building with the same type of terms. So it works on everything. It works on everything. Yeah. And you you got to remember when people say, you know, you, they can't find anyone that will take seller financing terms. Many of those people have bank accounts that's paying a quarter of 1% interest. Right. And they're willing to accept that. Why wouldn't they take an asset like the house they've got and be willing to make $500 a month on it? Right. Yep. See if it's pay if it's paid for, they don't have an underlying payment that they've got to pay out. Right. If it's free and clear, whatever we can agree to, it's money in their pocket. Right. Right. I like that. Yeah, and and people can can uh, you know, there, and there's different ways to find those deals. We don't want you to give away your secrets, but you know, a lot of people are doing postcard mailers. There's some you know strategies online that you can do. Um, you know, there, there's different ways people can find those deals. So we're talking, you know, the real estate investment style. Uh, you know, offering. Uh, you know, not, this is not retail. This is not going through a, a Keller Williams. Uh, you know, for example, a Keller Williams team or anything like that. These are deals that you're trying to find on your own. Uh, you're able to contact the seller. A lot of times it's out of state, uh, death, divorce, bankruptcy situations, probate situations. Uh, these these are the types of deals that you're sourcing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're out there. They're everywhere. People yeah. just don't believe they're out there because... You know, the market is hot and they listen to, you know, there's a shortage of housing for sale and the prices are so high. 
And I also have to say this this exploding market is not going to last forever. Right. And, and someday it's going to level off. Right. We saw, we saw that in 2009 and 10. But you've got to realize that there are opportunities everywhere if you can find them. Yep. They're, work, they're network, there. work your sphere. I mean, there's a lot of ways to find them. Um, so you mentioned two eight two oh eight and oh nine, you know, that that type of a situation. So the so the market fundamentals were so much different back then. You had, you know, these crazy pick a payment loans, these negative amortization right. mortgages, uh people qualifying that couldn't qual shouldn't qualify. Uh the, today it seems a lot different to me. It seems the market fundamentals are, are still at least stronger, uh, minus the currency situation, because I think our politicians in DC have failed the American people. They're pumping out way too much money. Uh, you know, the the trillion dollar word is being thrown around too much. And and I just I just hope they don't they don't figure out what comes after a trillion, you know, with the next bailout right. package. Right. <laughs> so when you when you think about, you know, where that's going, what what do you see happening here? Because, again, and on the other side of that, the flip side is there's unprecedented uh, migration patterns to Florida. Uh, you know, a lot of blue states to red states, blue cities to the rural area. Uh, what do you see happening uh, specifically in the real estate, in the residential real estate space, Larry? Well, we're we're getting an influx of California, New York, New Jersey, into Florida. Yeah, they're they're fleeing in droves. But you know, one of the things that I want to talk about, and I think most people don't realize, you've got to understand time value of money. Right. A dollar today is worth more than a dollar thirty years from now. Yeah. And here's why I say that. Because the dollar keeps decreasing in value over time. Yeah. If if I buy a property and I pay cash today, the perception is, you know, to most people, a dollar today is going to be worth a dollar in 30 years, but it's not. Right. So if I buy today and pay cash, my dollar was more expensive. But if I can get time payments over 20 or 30 years, I'm buying with cheaper dollars. Right. As time goes on, they still perceive it to be a dollar, but it has less value. So that is in my favor. Right. Because I'm buying on cheaper dollars over time rather than paying all of it up front today. And uh, that is something people need to understand time value of money. I like it. All right, Larry. Hey, thanks so much, man. Give us a final thought or, or plug your podcast, my friend. Well, I, I think that if people that want to buy investment properties, especially income properties. They need to look for properties that need love, that need work, where they can fix the property up, where they can build a cash flow and let someone else pay for them, right. the renter, to build their wealth and pay less taxes because rental income is the least taxed income that we have in this country. So I think, you know, if you don't want to be a landlord, hire management. But plant seeds like a garden. You plant a seed before you ever eat a near a sweet corn. If you don't plant a seed and buy a property, you're never going to see it paid off and you have created wealth that somebody else paid for. That's right. So I think that's good. And for anybody interested, you can go to my website, LarryHarbolt.com, to learn about my trainings and I do the Real Deal podcast that's on my website. I've got 225 educational podcasts that you can listen to if you want to learn more about investing. So 
that's uh, what I've got, and I thank you so much for having me on. Hey, good stuff, my friend. Thanks so much, Larry. Appreciate you hanging out with us here today. LarryHarbolt.com. Check him out online. And I've known Larry for a long time. He's he's the real deal. He's a real deal podcast. So uh, coming up, Shane Sokash on the show. David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. Uh, We're going to get his perspective on things happening in his markets, as well as precious metals, jewelry, diamonds, engagement rings, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Alternative investment opportunities as well. Uh, from Shane Sokash. Uh, later in the show as well, Owen Lefebvre, he's the Pinellas County Market President, Bank of Tampa. Uh, stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rhymes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty. And we want to let you know about one of our uh, partners here, uh, Replenish IV Solutions, the science of nutritional balance. You know, we all want to feel energized, hydrated, and replenished. And this is a safe and effective way uh, to restore your body systems with crucial vitamins and nutrients uh, by, you know, enabling them to perform at optimal conditions. Steve and Lisa Gunnan, replenish iv solutions i go over there at least once a month and i get a vitamin infusion drip into my bloodstream certified nurses on hand plus they can also come to your office or business replenish iv solutions make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you all right a couple of quick properties here uh, compliments of the platinum mvp team 5402 us highway 92 we got a bar for sale out in plant city uh, this is a great investment opportunity for uh, the Investor 5402 US Highway 92 corner lot, large parking lot, cash flow is $12,000 to $14,000 a week and income coming in. Great opportunity here uh, for a investment opportunity if you've wanted to own your own bar out in Plant City. This is a great opportunity for COP beverage license as well. 
5402 US 92 Plant City. And 1602 East MLK, uh, uh, right here in Tampa Bay, Gill's Body Shop. 45 years in business. Lots of walk-in traffic. Cash flow business as well. Body Shop available in Tampa. Easy access to I-275 and I-4. Great location. 1602 East MLK Junior Boulevard. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, Shane Socash, David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. Welcome to the show, my friend. Nice to be back. Yes, sir. Good, good to good to hear from you. So when you when you think about you know these investment opportunities, or even just to find you know a nice gift for your your loved ones, uh, we want them thinking about David's Reynolds David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin right here in Tampa Bay. But precious metals are seem to be at an all time high. Is that right? Yeah, uh, so it's been uh, probably about a year ago they peaked, um, and it's been kind of, you know they had been receding a little bit over the last few months, and then the last month or two the patterns changed, and again it's kind of it's uh, three steps up, two steps back, three steps up, two steps back, and it's kind of creeping up again. Uh, I think. Um, People are starting to realize again that whoa, they're they're headed up again. What do you think the fundamentals are behind that, or what's what's causing that that change? I really do believe that uh, people are concerned about uh, the the you know watering down of the U.S. dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The U.S. dollar, and then and then also there's such a demand also for. Uh, the you know the computer chips, the cell phone, the, you know, the 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 chips that are in all these different uh, devices, the electronic devices. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that seems to be a big part of it as well. Uh, now, when people come in uh, to the store, to your storefront there, David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin, they're going to be able to design the the you know their rings, their their jewelry the way that they want, and you've got gemologists on site. Yeah, we have gemologists, master jewelers, uh, master valuers, uh, and and numismatists, coin people. Um, we can, you know, if someone comes in with ideas, or even if they don't have ideas, uh, we can provide ideas to make the the pieces of jewelry uh, that they may want. Yeah, that's great. I think more and more people love that because you you can you know you can buy a certain you know Rolex or you can buy a certain type of a of a of a watch or, or piece, but I think it means more when, when you take the time to design something, maybe that your, your wife or your, you know, your fiance would, would love they, something different, something unique. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's always been like a little niche of ours and, and it seems to, you know, drive people in. You can go and buy, you know, a, a piece of jewelry anywhere, uh, but to have a hand in actually creating it is, is something that not everyone can do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a it's a unique opportunity. Now you're also buying. Are you finding people uh, selling? You know, they're coming in and selling different things to you, looking for trying to get some cash for different reasons. But people can can come in and sell as well. Or you buy, they can sell. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've always been. There will always be. You know, a market with estate attorneys uh, and estates as people pass away and they have uh, valuables that need to be disposed of. Um, you know, uh, we've always dealt with many local attorneys on that type of thing. And, and to be honest with you, like 
people are having to make hard decisions. You know, they're, they're a big cross section of our economy uh, is is hurting, and and people are you know kind of digging down deep, deciding you know how to make ends meet. Uh, it's unfortunate, but we do buy jewelry, you know, and and that is, I believe, helpful. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people are looking for that. You know, the the we buy gold type of thing. It's uh, it's out there. Uh, we got to take a quick break here. When we come back, more with Shane Shane Socash here, David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin on the Consumer Quarterback Show, as well as Owen Lefave coming up as well. Pinellas County Market President for the Bank of Tampa, right here in Tampa Bay. And uh, we'll be right back after a short break. Follow us online. We would love to connect with you at Brandon Rhymes One on Instagram and Twitter, the Consumer Quarterback Show page on uh, Facebook as well as the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams page on Facebook. We'd love to connect with you online. Subscribe to our our YouTube channel. Over 1,200 videos available on the YouTube channel as well. And we'll be right back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team. Keller Williams Realty, we want to help you win. If you're buying, selling, or investing, top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay. And we would love to help you, certified negotiation experts as well, and actually teaching negotiation and branding to other real estate agents and companies. Uh, We'd love to talk to you about buying, selling, or investing real estate right here in Tampa Bay. Uh, So I've got some listings here available in uh, South Tampa. This is 801 East Palm, also 803 East Palm. This is uh, right in Tampa. It's close to Ybor City, close to downtown. A great opportunity, $750,000 each. These are multifamilies that are currently operating as a uh, hostel. So they're, they're being sold together. Those two, and then we also have 1905 North Taliaferro, another great opportunity here in Tampa Bay for a uh, investment opportunity. Minutes to downtown, zone urban mixed use, and this is also an opportunity zone uh, in Tampa Bay. So you've got income built into these properties, and you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. And we're giving a shout-out to the Bill Maher Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, the beautiful Bill Maher Beach Resort on Treasure Island. Uh, just a quick drive from Tampa Bay for a local staycation. Uh, but they've got 90% of their rooms overlooking the Gulf of Mexico. And it's two pools on site, Sloppy Joe's Beach Bar and Restaurant, uh, excellent food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner served as well, uh, right from the resort. And reach out to Clyde Smith and his team. They do a great job. They're adhering to COVID-19 protocols as well. 
and a great opportunity to have a local staycation or if you're from out of state, of course, a vacation right here in Tampa Bay. Book directly. Don't uh, book on one of the uh, search engines online. Book directly. Give Client Smith. He's the general manager. Give him a call. Let him know the real estate quarterback sent you so you can take him up on special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Bill Maher Beach Resort, longtime friend of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, more with Shane Sokash here, uh, David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. And Shane, you're, you're, you got a great location there in between the beach and downtown right on Central Avenue. Uh, talk about your team and, and, and what people can expect if they come and visit you. Well, uh, so we've got about 12 employees here, um, and we've got uh, uh, three of us are graduate gemologists, which is the highest credentials you can get in our industry. Uh, we have a couple master registered master valuers. Again, for as far as appraising jewelry goes, that's the highest uh, accreditation you can get. Um, you know, we have master jewelers. We have two numismatists uh, that would be coin experts. Um, we, you know, we're kind of a humble little place, but we've kind of stacked our deck with like, uh, you know, the, the, the best of the best in our industry. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It sounds like you've got a great team. So when it comes to appraising jewelry, you know, that's one of the challenge, that's one of the biggest challenges we find in real estate is when you're trying to come up with a value for a property, you know, there's different approaches, the comparative approach, the, the, uh, you know, the resale approach, uh, you know, when you're, when you're, uh, comparing properties, you know, you can you can kind of look at that. Uh, sometimes you look at if you okay, what if I had to reconstruct this property? Uh, and then you also look at the income approach, like what type of income is coming in uh, from this asset. There's different types of uh, of, of you know uh, methodologies or theories, so so to speak. But when it comes to appraising jewelry, uh, is that does that exist as well in that, or is it more of uh, comparing it to what was a recent sale or comparable? Uh, so it's very much the same. The principles are the same. You know, uh, we deal with fair market value a lot with our local estate attorneys. Um, you know, willing seller, willing buyer, n- n- you know, neither under duress to buy or sell. And, uh, and that's essentially what, you know, the liquidation price is, so to speak, uh, of items. There's, uh, you know, retail replacement is, is the other thing that we deal with the most. And, and how do you get to it? In most cases, it's, it's what would this item uh, retail for new and, you know, in a like market. Um, it's it's same types of methodology. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm a little uh, yeah. I have two people that that do that for me. I'm a little rusty and I haven't done it in years. Yeah. Uh, same yep. same type of principles. Yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. And uh, when, you know, John had an idea too about you know when you're looking at when you're looking at gold and silver. Traditionally, people think you know those are the great you know, investments. Are there any other like up and coming metals or, or precious metals? I know we talked about maybe platinum uh, being something like that. Are there any other, you know, off radar type investments? You know, so, so I, I believe platinum's uh, undervalued. Um, it's, it's tough to prognosticate, you know, what the future holds. Uh, but like historically, platinum has been a metal that's always uh, typically been worth more than gold. Uh, and right now it's, you know, half a, or, or a little more than half of what gold is worth. It's a material that all the precious metals can do things other things can do. That's why they're used in industry. Platinum, I think, does even more than the other platinum, uh, uh, the other precious metals. I really do think uh, that it's poised uh, to to once again be higher than gold. Yeah, and and that's you know 
to me, it's just a safer bet. I mean, you look at Bitcoin and the crypto craze uh, that was going on. I mean, it just took a 40% drop and then it got into, I believe, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. It got a little political too with, uh, you know, when Elon Musk is sending out a tweet about his company Tesla buying uh, such a large part of uh, or investing, I think it was $1.5 billion into it. And then they came back uh, like six or eight weeks later and he kind of made, uh, I forgot the exact quote, but he made a, a softer approach or some kind of a softer, uh, you know, because, oh, yeah, that, you know, it's Bitcoin is going to affect the um, the environment because they're able to mine this and it takes a lot of energy. So somehow, you know, somebody got into his ear about the uh, environment. But that's I think that's the differences there, too, between a Bitcoin, which is a non you're really a non tangible versus, you know, some of these investments we've been talking about are tangible assets. Absolutely. Gold and silver have never been worth zero. Uh, they will always, and platinum for that matter, uh, yeah. they will always have, uh, you know, they will always be an asset to industry. Um, we don't know what they're going to be used for tomorrow. Uh, you know, tomorrow's use is yet to be discovered. And um, it, it, it's just they're not creating more of it. You know, we can mine more of it, uh, but it's, you know, what's here is here, essentially. Yeah, non-renewable. There's there's no more being made. All right. Final thought, Shane. And uh, what's the best uh, contact for your best website? Uh, so it's David Reynolds, jewelryandcoin.com. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're here on the corner of 40th Street and Central Avenue. We've been in this location. We've been on Central Avenue since 1971. Nice. All right. Good stuff, man. We appreciate you calling in, my friend. All right. It's always fun. Thanks, Shane. Take, Take care. care. All right. We're going to take a quick break here. Come back with Owen LaFave. He's the Pinellas County market president for the Bank of Tampa. We're going to talk about uh, commercial real estate and what he sees uh, coming up in the future here uh, for Tampa Bay, as well as you know what's happening in that market. And plus our feel-good story of the day, a woman pays for a stranger's birthday cake at a grocery store in honor of late son's birthday. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense. 
and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rhymes here. Every day we tell you something good in our feel-good story of the day. We got a good one. Tell me something good. All right, so an Indiana woman went to pick up her son's birthday cake at a local Kroger, only to learn that the cake had been paid for by a stranger. Uh, when Carolyn Mick arrived at the Kroger, uh, she had told the she is, was told that the cake had already been paid for by an anonymous woman who left a note. The note read, quote, today is my son's 35th birthday and it, it is fifth. It is his fifth in heaven. I wanted to honor and remember him by paying it forward. You may make tons of precious memories. May you make pre- tons of precious memories to remember for a lifetime. God bless you and yours. Quote Tyler's mom or end quote. And she posted on the Facebook group and, and uh, she also replied uh, with her own uh, quote back it says dear tony you know uh, who you are and i want to express how moved i am this is means so much to my husband and i, I cried together uh, with the turmoil of things going on reminds us of what really matters in life uh, she wrote in the heartwarming post received overwhelming reaction uh, in the facebook group and lots of shares so there's our feel good story of the day every day we'd like to tell you something positive here on the consumer quarterback show all right so let's go to owen lafave our special guest for today uh, Bank of Tampa, Pinellas County Market President. Uh, welcome in. Brandon, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So what uh, what do you see happening uh, in, you know, coming coming up? I mean, it's a lot of people have their different thoughts, and I, I kind of alluded to it earlier with my thoughts on the residential market, but commercial is really, wow, it's, you, you've got all these different factors. Of course, you've got the Goliath uh, Amazons and these online retailers. What are, what's, what are you seeing you know, in the Tampa Bay market for commercial? So if I could take a, a liberty a little bit, because I did bring my crystal ball, but I want to kind of flip the script a little bit. Let's Going do back it. to uh, Larry's comments about uh, you know not liking and not wanting to deal with banks, and, and so I want to share a story about uh, about banking. Cool. You know, and I think when most people, um, or I guess most bankers, don't grow up and aspire to be a local banker. You know, they want to be a Wall Street banker, but they don't see themselves in the in the community, especially working for a community bank. And right. most of ourselves find themselves in, in the industry and kind of fall into it. And I was certainly in, in, in that case. Um, but I always thought it was kind of an honorable profession. And then, uh, of course, the Great Recession hits. Um, and a lot of people don't like bankers all of a sudden. And, and <laughs> I'm hoping we've redeemed ourselves with PPP. And I want to touch on that for a minute. But yeah. um, I attended a, uh, a conference and Frank Luntz was the keynote speaker. And if, if people aren't familiar with Frank, he's a political commentator, pundit. Uh, he's been on Fox News and CBS. But uh, the, the the story was mostly about just generational differences and how uh, millennials and baby boomers look at uh, look at the world and the political environment. But one of the things he was talking about and, and showed in two different slides were their most favorable jobs ranked by millennials. Mm. Um, so one through 10, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, doctors and things that, you know, you would be surprised about. YouTuber. Uh, YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> I think actually I do think that was on the list. Podcaster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you flip the, to the second one and it was the lowest. Uh, and so you, you kind of expect to see attorneys on the list, maybe use car smell, car salesman. And, and that was true. Okay. So at the, the three bottom ones were attorneys, Used car salesmen and bankers. Oh man, I know it. I know it. But uh, you know, when I, kind of going back to PPP. So uh, if folks aren't familiar with that, as part of the uh, CARES Act, 
the payment protection program uh, was part of that uh, stimulus package that helped provide funds to businesses so they could stay open and pay their employees. And, and I am, it's a great moment of pride for the Bank of Tampa because we are, we are Tampa's oldest and largest community bank, but we're truly a community bank dealing and competing against the Goliaths of the industry. Yeah. Uh, we did the third most PPP loans of all banks within the Tampa Bay community. So Wow. And why are, why, are, why are community banks important, Owen? Uh, you know, community banks are important because we're truly invested in the local economy. Our decision makers are here. All of our employees are here. I mean, we live and work within the community. We, uh, we sponsor events here. And then just the fact by our size, uh, we are just more responsive to small business owners and individual needs uh, of consumers that, that consumer quarterback, right? You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they come in and we have, because of our scale and our size, I mean, people are dealing with people that can make, you know, bankers that can make decisions and help them with their businesses versus, you know, having to, uh, you know, deal with someone local and that person actually is, is reporting or has to get an answer from someone in, you know, Raleigh or New York or some other part of the country. Right. Yeah. And it, I think in, in short, that translates to you care about the community. I mean, you're, you're invested in this local community. So, you know, it matters to you. It matters to, to you know, the stakeholders. And, uh, yeah, that's a big point because a lot of times, you know, a lot of these mortgages, you know, they're backed up and into uh, packed up into mortgage-backed securities, sold off. And a lot of them, I guess, got sold to China is, mm-hmm. you know, what's kind of weird about It's hard to trace s- the ownership sometimes. Yeah, and, and, exactly. You know, quite, as long as they're paying, nobody cares. But, right. Uh, and and kind of that's the other point. I mean, when things do get tough, I mean, you know who to reach. So, yeah. uh, you know, we're willing to sit down and have a conversation with our clients, both on the front end to figure out, okay, what do you truly need and what are you trying to accomplish? Right. And then if you do have issues, I mean, you're dealing with the people who originated your loan or dealing with your account that can work through it with you and help you find a solution. Yeah. So on the on the commercial side, you know, kind of going back to, to my original thought there, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, OK, wow, it's, it, you got the Zoom class, you know, you got the muscular class. These are people out there that are contractors are working with their hands, the plumbers, the electric, you know, electrical, you know, electrician. Um, and, and then you got the Zoom class, you know, the folks that they get mm-hmm. to sit in their home and, and talk over a computer and, and earn an income. Uh, you know, so that's going to affect potentially affect uh, office space and, you know, that type. And then again, back to the, you know, the online retailers and how does that play out? And, um, you know, it's interesting, too, when I go over to the international mall, you know, whenever I, I have to go get my iPhone worked on or whatever, uh, I try to stay out of malls in general. But it, it's just amazing, you know, that you look in those stores and there's specialty stores that are selling, you know, very high end perfume or purses. And it's like, wow, how do these places pay the rent and stay in business at the same time. So what are your thoughts on, you know, these different classes of, of commercial, uh, you know, what's deemed commercial assets? Well, I think, you know, there, there's a lot of societal, um, I guess, just transition that COVID helped accelerate. And so, uh, you know, one of the things that was very evident is, is, is uh, you know, it's really 10 to 15 percent of the economy that's struggling. It's, it's those that were in the service industry and restaurants and bars and hospitality and large venues. And that's the segment of the pop- segment of the economy that's going to take longer to come back. And a lot of those folks are still unemployed and, and some of those, uh, you know, electing to take, uh, uh, you know, the unemployment benefits that the governor just announced are running out uh, or we're no longer continuing after uh, June 27th. But um, yeah, I mean, I think if you want to break down retail, um, it, it's kind of that tale of two worlds. So high end retail, I think will continue to do well. Um, a retail, well located retail, there's always going to be a need for it. I think before COVID, so 
BC uh, before COVID. We the industry we had too much retail anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you're going to see a lot of that. The, the smaller shop space, this the space is not as well located. Um, it'll be sold or repositioned for some other type of use. Mm-hmm. Um, office is another big question mark. So nobody really knows what the office demand is going to look like. You've got giant companies like Target that just announced in, in Minneapolis that they're vacating a million square feet. Salesforce uh, in in California and Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan uh, Chase is also downsizing locally. K Force, uh, which is a, a a recruiting agency here locally, has 130,000 square feet, and Ebor is vacating their space. Wow! There's a ton of um, um, sublease space that's available on the market. I think what we're seeing just in, in fundamentals is rents are holding up, but landlords are sh- uh, signing shorter term leases if they come up uh, uh, for maturity. Um, as well as a giving away concession, so a period of free time. So mm-hmm. that stated rent, it looks like the market is, is is holding up. But really, if you look at the effective rent with all the discounts, uh, rental rates are actually coming down. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, if you just joined us, we're talking with Owen Lefebvre here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. He's the Pinellas County Market President, the Bank of Tampa. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And wow, you know, those that's some interesting. You know, so Target vacating space, mm-hmm. uh, K Force here locally. I mean, these are big. Uh, square footage wise i mean those are big numbers um how do how do you see that playing out i mean especially with target uh, you know vacating space that was out of state i think you mentioned it was minneapolis minneapolis so so uh, that's not going to affect us locally but i think that is it's a reflective of the the kind of broader trends within the market that a lot of companies are going to try at least partially to do some sort of hybrid model right um so if you're taking you know additional demand off the market i mean even if it's 10 percent of the space that's going to have a significant impact on rents um and, and i think more so i mean what we're seeing is is kind of that uh you know that class a space the 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 very dense space downtown yeah um what we're seeing is kind of like in the suburbs with the you know the bc the small offices people still feel comfortable coming to work uh, most of that space is, is held up in terms of vacancy really well right but i do think um i mean even at the bank i mean we're we're, we're planning to send a a portion of our workforce home that is not uh, you know customer uh, uh facing just the backroom support right you know, into a hybrid model. So, you know, our yep. demand that, you know, we would typically have for space, which is one of the most expensive things as a business in terms of your overhead is, right. is you know, it's people in space. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a, a great cost savings. But I mean, if you're a commercial real estate owner, specifically in the office space, I, th- I think you're going to have some challenges. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and for example, I, you know, I think of two small, you know, when I, when I sell commercial, I sell different types of commercial, but I had two on Hillsborough Avenue, oddly enough. Uh, one was uh, towards the west side, one was on the east side there. And uh, they were both freestanding office spaces. Uh, so, um, you know, I was able to sell them in a relatively fast manner. And, you know, all these question marks around uh, commercial. But what I think draw, draws people to these types of freestanding buildings is, hey, I'm a small contractor. I've got my vans and, and whatnot. So one was actually a, a chained in or a fenced in place. So I could keep his vans in there overnight, have his camera security. And then he had enough space to run his office. He had a conference room and he didn't. So as the opposite of that would be, you know, going to downtown Tampa there and going up the, the elevator to the 27th floor and, and, you know, having all those protocols in place and worrying about COVID more so. And then, you know, plus a lot of people can bring their dog to work. Yeah. <laughs> can bring their dog to work when they have their own building right so so i think there's there's you know something to be said for that type of a business model too yeah and i'll even take it a layer further the uh co-working space so in yeah. the last recession of course co-working space didn't exist but we had executive office suites suites in a 
that that particular asset class was just decimated. I mean, everyone decided to work from home and there's no need to have an office. We've not seen that this time. I mean, executive office space has held up. Co-working space has held yep. up relatively well. Um, and, I, you know, I think that is an indication that people do want, you know, some social interaction. But, I mean, you're right. Do you want to get in a, you know, 50-story office building and have to get in an elevator with, you know, 15 other people crammed in? Right. Deal with parking, uh, you know, downtown in a parking garage, maybe having to walk a couple blocks. Or are you more comfortable in what a lot of business uh, corporations are talking about is this this hub and spoke model where you've got maybe you do keep that kind of class A office location that everybody can go to when they're talking about strategy and you're trying to build culture. Right. But you don't need as much of that space and you don't need to meet as frequently. Yeah. And then you, in the suburbs, you've got you got the spokes where you've yeah. got a small little office space where people are very comfortable coming and going to as they please. But um, just, you know, fundamentally, it has the the. It potentially impact to drastically impact the office market, and and we're, you know we're not going to know that for a while. And part of that issue is not too many people. There have been some some corporations that have walked away from their leases, but most of them are in a position because um, they are larger corporations. And you know, again, kind of going back to the tales of two cities, the yeah. you know, the office uh, kind of corporate environment has performed relatively well even at home. Um, you know, you're obligated to have a you know a, a, a lease is a legal contract. So I mean, you're tied into that thing through three to five to ten years and. And once that burns off, you know, do those people not renew or do they take a, you know, a lot less space? And it's right. just going to take time. It's not like multifamily or hotels where, you know, virtually they can change overnight. Yeah, I think some of the companies also are going to like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday office, Tuesday, Thursday, work from home type scenario. So then they could maybe stagger that and have different, you know, schedules of employees doing one or the other, have less space. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we got about a minute left, my friend. Give us your final thoughts and, and takeaways. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, even though that we've got some challenges in the commercial real estate market, um, and maybe some headwinds. I mean, Florida is a great place to be. I mean, some of your other guests, Larry, I know, talked about just our favorable tax environment. People, uh, you know, we've got great weather. I mean, we've had the benefit of being able to be open. So our economy is uh, much better off than, than a lot of parts of the country. So um, even if we do have some challenges in any segment of the market, I mean, long term, Florida is a great place to live. Uh, for folks that are looking for a, a, a bank that is local and truly cares about your success and is invested in you and is uh, the that relationship matters. So it's not just transactional and online, but you really want to talk to a person and have that person understand you. The, the bank in Tampa is your bank. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Good stuff. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. And uh, yep, good to see you. So uh, great show today. Hey, another uh, great lineup. Larry Harbaugh was on the show. Real Deal Podcast. Shane Sokash, David Reynolds, Jewelry and Coin, and of course, Owen LaFave, uh, who you just heard from. Uh, a great dive in the commercial and, and the prognostics of what might happen and, and how different aspects are affecting it. Uh, as we always say, we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Make sure you check out ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.